The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Put in what you were going to put in, which was only 3%. Yeah. I told you this, right? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk in a little bit. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So. Uh-oh. I'm Courtney. I'm Chris. And uh, I guess this is going to be a what really fucking grinds my gear segment <laughs> of tube time. So recently we had heard this rumor going around our warehouse that Uh-oh. everybody in my area is supposed to get a market raise, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I d- I know how you're feeling then. Okay, so how I won't get into specifics, but I repair things. Are you currently under uh, underpaid though in your f- like like those like your people in the market? Oh, wait until you. Oh yes. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So I currently repair things, and my job is a trade. You start off as an apprentice, you work mm-hmm. your way up. You know, you take a test to get to a level. Blah 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 blah. Highest level cap off is a master. You go apprentice, okay. level one, level two, level three. Master. Where are you at? I'm a level three right now. Okay. Oh, you're ro- next to master. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to take my master test like okay. this month. Oh, okay. And now when I started with my company, I was making $16 an hour. Okay. And when I also like went for my whole, they like came up with these test things like recently within the last couple of years. So when I was taking my first test they just counted me as a level one they didn't even count me as an apprentice so i missed that you know that gap or whatever okay and when i was a level one i was making about 18 dollars an hour so we're all just talking and like everyone in my area at my job we're like a family you know we all just everybody knows something about someone's wife brother mother whatever (laughs) yeah so they go the one guy's like yeah you know I'll not have an overtime. Like I really need to find something new. I'm not making enough money, even with that market raise. And I'm like, excuse me, what? Market raise. Yeah, who got a market raise? Because I didn't get no fucking market raise. Oh, okay. Apparently, every apprentice that comes in now is going to start off at twenty dollars an hour. They were making eighteen. Damn. So they got a two dollar raise back in September, and they didn't give anybody else jack shit. Okay, now, even though I'm only a, I'm on paper, I'm a level three, I've been a master for yeah. a long time. But, yeah. like, they didn't have this whole testing thing. So I had to, you know, start from whatever level one was and work up. Yeah. Even though I had the skill level for the other ones. Yeah. You're only allowed to do one a year and it's whatever. So 
I immediately was like, excuse me? And it was a group of us. We're all just standing there when this person said this. And then the other new guys are like, yeah, yeah, I, I got that. And we're like, excuse me? Damn. So it's a 10% of what you make raise for up to 10%, I'll say, for whatever level. You know, yeah, your, yeah. Your you go from one to another. It's a 10%. Yeah. Gotcha. And everybody that I work with, they work hard, you know? So they always give the 10%. Like, it's never where they're going to give you less because, like, you know? Yep. And whenever something's wrong in my area, everyone, we all discuss it, and then I go in and I talk to my boss. Oh, okay. So <laughs> oh, good Lord. We're, like, non-union, you know? <sighs> yeah. Whatever. But, like, there's no reason to have, you know, 15 of us all in the... It's easier if just one person goes, and I'm the most um, outspoken of all of us. Mm-hmm. So I go in, I knock on my boss's door, and she tells me, come in. So I go in, and I'm like, why did all these new guys get a market raise and no one else got anything? And she's like, well, you guys aren't supposed to be discussing your wage. That's not a law. You can't, it's actually, I think it's against the law for companies to say that. They're not allowed to say that. Yeah. Because you can talk about wages. They apparently say you cannot. So I was Is it in your policy? In your, like, HR policy? No. Then you can. Exactly. Like, I've never heard of that fucking shit. So I was like... That's what companies do when they when they are paying people unfairly. They they kind of force this idea on workers that you're, you're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to. You yeah. know what I mean? And they can't really enforce that. No, they can't. Like, are you serious? And plus, we're all homies. Like, we all discuss stuff. If anything, I'm surprised that I didn't hear about it sooner. But it's yeah. probably because everybody thought... That everybody else everybody was going to get it. Oh, yeah. even get it. Okay. Because it was a, like we had heard the rumor and it's like, oh, I don't know. I haven't, you know, nothing's happened, whatever. Yeah. So my boss tries to get all snippy with me and she's very like, she's always right. She was trying to like cut me off while I'm trying to talk to her. And I'm like, stop cutting me off. Like I'm trying to speak to you and you keep cutting me off. And she's like, well, you're interrupting my meeting. And I was like, well, you told me I could come in when I knocked on your door. If you didn't want me to come in here because you were busy. Say I'm busy, and I would have came back later. Was she on a meeting like on Zoom or something? They could hear you. No, she. Oh, there was a couple other people inside the office, which uh, everybody knows how I am. So yeah. if I have a problem, I'm going to express my problems. Okay. We have an open door policy. Gotcha. So you should be able to listen to what my gripes are. Right. So she goes, "Okay, come back in at one thirty. So I go out. We all discuss You're again. Heated, aren't you? I am. <laughs> you like, are fucking steaming. I am so angry. So we're all discussing everyone. The one guy that's been there for almost 20 years. Okay, he's been there for 19 years. This will be 20 years. We're talking about it. And he's like, yeah, they're always bending you over. And I told him how the apprentices are making $20 an hour now. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? So I asked him straight out. I was like, how much do you make? He goes, $24 an hour. <gasps> Get out, dude. I make more money than a master. He's been with the company for 20 years. He does everything for this company. This motherfucker was out there fucking changing ceiling tiles in their hallways, spackling the walls. Anytime they need anything, he's doing it. He does inventory, everything. Anything they need. He does it without question. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So then me and the other guy, he's the same level as me, but we've been there just about the same amount of time. And he's like equally like a, a leadership figure in our shop. So we go in. She goes, I'll oh, come back at two. 
come back at two. And it was just an automatic like, well, they do a market assessment and you guys are within range of what you're supposed to. Where, what do they look up for their market assessment? Where do they get their data? I don't fucking know. Some bullshit. bullshit. It's bullshit. It is bullshit, especially because like if you're doing a market raise, it should be a like all across the board. That doesn't make any type of sense. Like, how is it that someone that's been working for this company for 20 years, if you say it's such a great company, doesn't get Damn, anything? Damn, dude. Like, what kind of shit is that? Unfortunately, that's people being greedy as fuck because those higher-ups don't want to have to go across the board because then they're going to lose a lot more money at their year-end bonus. The higher-ups that get their year-end bonus, they're not going to get that big of a bonus if they're giving everybody a raise. So we'll give a little bit a raise, but we can still get a bonus. Yeah. But it's just, it's so ridiculous because in our company, like any other area, if say the facility technicians get a raise, every single one of them gets it. If the people that build the furniture get a raise, they all get the same raise. Drivers, they all get the same. The people that fix the stuff outside all get the same raise. But because we're making hourly and we're in a competitive wage, they tell us that we're within a range. So I'm like, well, what what is this range then? And her initial thing was master level range is $26 to $28 an hour is what she says. I was like, so well, your boy's making less. That's what I said. I was like, well, he's making 24. She goes, well, actually, level three and a master, uh, they're kind <laughs> of the quick, same. So it's really like 24 to 28. They're kind of the same. Then why, why do you have differences? Exactly. What's the point of me taking this test? What's the difference if it's the same? Exactly. And she goes, well... Honestly, it doesn't matter how long you've been here or your experience. It's just how it is. And she goes, the person that had my job before me, and I've been with the company for 28 years, made $20,000 more than I do now. That doesn't make it okay. No. And it's like... So she should be pissed too instead of fighting with the man. Exactly. What the fuck? I know my worth. I know that not every... People can't do what I can do. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you go to my job right now and you ask about me, they will say I am the best. I'm going to tell you right now, listeners, I had some shit in my house break, some furniture break. And I was just like, hey, can you do this? She's just like, yep. Came back like brand, even better than brand new. The fuck? Yeah. And it's like, just because you don't know your worth doesn't mean I don't know mine or anybody else in here. And when we all discussed it, the new guys weren't mad that we were upset. They were just as mad that, as we were. Because it's like we don't get a training pay. We don't get anything. When we go and help any other department, like if the people that build stuff, if they're shorthanded, I go out there and I'll help them build stuff because I've done that before. And then that leaves my area shorthanded. So then the other people have to pick up the slack where I'm not there. Yep. The One of my friends, he'll go out on the road and deliver furniture for them when they need it. You know why they're not going to pay you, though? Because you do all that? Because they're already paying you less and you're doing it. So why pay you more? Exactly. And it's like, what kind of trash is that? It's fucked up, dude. Crazy. And it's like the first thing you say is you're not supposed to be discussing that wage. That's crazy, dude. I just feel like this is deja vu, except it's coming from you now instead of me telling you. That's why as soon as like I was just fuming mad and I immediately this morning, I put in an official request to move from my area. Ooh. So and it's not even just me like. The other guys are like, I think I want to move to some another area too. Like, what's the point? Why would we be here when you know the new people that are coming in are just gonna jump Start up? Start making higher. Yeah, because it it closes the gap. I did the math on it, including our two percent raises that we get, which inflation's way more than two percent. No shit. And it takes. There'll be like 
making more money than us being a level behind us, which is literally the case right now with the one guy that I work with where I'm making more money than he has, even though he's been with the company for 20 years and I've only been there for, oh, it'll be six in September. Damn, dude. It's fucked up. I'm sorry you're dealing with that shit. Like, as soon as this happened, I was like, I need to vent and I need <laughs> to do it now. And Chris will understand. Damn, dude. Damn. It's fucked up. It is incredibly fucked up. And I'm like, what? This is just amazing because it's like you work for all these companies for so long and you you put in all these hours and you do all this work. During COVID, I was the only person in my area there. Like our warehouse didn't uh, completely shut down. I worked through the whole pandemic. I was working 60 hours a week by myself doing everything. I was touching like a couple hundred pieces of furniture. Every single piece. My hands on it. And it's like that's crazy. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You're not allowed to have a union. We don't have one. So how come? Uh, is there just not one for your trade, or you just? No, I'm sure that there is. There's but not one in New York. I'm, I'm sure that there is, but our company specifically, every year they like kind of combat that whole union thing. Mm-hmm. So they'll have like a meeting where it's and like, say, you know, unions are bad. Yeah, yeah, you can't do. Yeah, unions are bad, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys are great taking care of us. I know. I'm glad that you, you have, care so much. You have our best interests in mind, right? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you know why they say unions are bad? Just because of the the, the mob part of it, right? Yeah. Like once mo- the unions start up, mob comes in, and they end up running it and d- extorting a bunch of money. But you know what? Fucking pay your people, and then, then you don't have to worry about unions. Exactly. Jesus, dude. I know what you're feeling, man. And it's like, it's just so crazy because it's not even just my company specifically yeah. it's every company across the board they'll like shit on the people that have been there yeah. which to me all it's saying is new people are worth more money than the people that have broke their backs for you right like you right 100 percent, 100 percent. so what happened with uh, your situation oh. about the basically the exact same thing so this was last night oh <laughs> Last night, because I've been off all, uh, I'm off all this whole week. Okay. So last night I decided to check my, um, so I you, I log into this thing where we do our timesheets. We can you know do our w our, our w nines w ten w what is it w two twos yeah sure yeah <laughs> know. uh and you can see you know your compensation. I was like I wonder if my raise went through. Like I wonder if she put it she put anything in for it yet because it was supposed to be for December twenty first. Yeah. And I'm going to get it retroactive. So I'm getting all this stuff from as if it had been back then. So it'll be a nice check that comes on this next one. But after that, she only put in for 2%. You were promised three. She only did two. Wow. Yo, last night, I had already had a few drinks and I saw that. And I was fucking livid. Because that's fucking ridiculous. Livid. So I texted her immediately. First, I texted the lady that wanted me to be her supervisor in a different department that was going to pay me more to do less. And I said, you still need that supervisor? She goes, oh, my God, yes. And I said, how much can you pay? What's the highest you can pay me? And she said, well, Joe already approved 50, but I can try to get you 53. I was like, try to do it. She goes, well, it changed. And I said this. She's like, what? I'm like, yep. After everything I've done for that place, 
So the next, not not the one that's going to come out, I think it's coming out today or tomorrow, Chris and Anthony, but we're, we're going to be recording again this week, and I'm going all in. I'm letting it all out. I'm recording a podcast. I'm naming names. I'm dropping bombs. I'm Boom. telling people what people are making there and the top levels and what kind of raises they're getting every year. I'm dropping it all out, and then I'm going to tell people, whoever wants to hear it, be like, hey, you guys want to know what's going on at Best Self? Listen to my new episode. Yeah. Like, who does that stuff? Like, that is ridiculous. Like, you do so much for that company. I don't know how many times we had to reschedule recordings or something because you're getting pulled into doing work stuff after you're out of work. Yeah. And then I texted my boss. Mm -hmm. I was like, when I come back on PTO, I'd like to set some time to meet. Um, Please let me know what you're available. That's all I said. And she goes, sure. Is everything okay? She goes, but you're on PTO. Just enjoy your time. We'll meet after. And I responded, no, not everything's not okay. And I'm not in a good place to talk about it right now. And that was it. And then Ooh. later she sent me something saying, I sent you a date and time. Let me know if it works. I'm like, not date. Like, when I come back Tuesday, we're talking. Yeah. Whether it's 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, whenever you're done with your day, I don't care. We're talking. I'm getting that shit done that day. And I'm letting her know I'm done. I'm legit done. I'm not taking on any extra work. I'm going to take my time doing whatever I have to do. I'm not breaking my back anymore. I'm not working over and I'm peacing out. I'm going. I'm gone. I'm not staying in that department. Good. And I'm going to tell her that I don't give a fuck what they say. Everyone's going to know what kind of money's being paid at that place and what kind of raises are happening. Everyone. Exactly. Boom. Drop the fucking mic. Serious. Like, it's ridiculous. And it's like, I was so pissed last night, dude. I would be I enraged. I was fucking pissed. So pissed. But yeah, dude, 2%. That's it. Yeah. That's still less. I'm still now making less than what sh- the other lady's going to pay me in that other department. Exactly. Like, that's some fucking shit. And they don't appreciate anything. Now, when you leave, what's going to happen? They're going to be scrambling. You know what they're going to say? Well, because I have to give uh, four weeks for notice. So I have to be there for a month. They're going to be like, you got to make sure you get all this stuff done, all this before you can actually transfer all the way through or blah, blah. They're going to pull some bullshit. I know they are. Mm-hmm. I know that company. They tried to wrongfully terminate me before. So I know that company. What? Did I didn't tell you this? No. Oh, my God. Seriously? I think I just hit an octave that doesn't even exist. What? Way back, when I first started there, I started as a CSR. Okay. Uh, the, they called it the Linwood location, but it's on Delaware Avenue in North, right across from that Walgreens there in Buffalo. Um, I was a CSR for six months, and after six months, I became office manager immediately. Okay. And the office manager for that location was also an office manager for two other satellites. So I was actually office manager of three different locations at the same time. Okay. I did that for about two years. And during that two years, I turned all three offices around. All of a sudden, you know, they were, they were running smoothly. There was no problems with the, you know, customer service, none of that stuff. And we went out of our way to take care of people. Like, you know, I made sure that, that you know, people called us. We, we did whatever they needed. We got, got it done no matter what, right? We had this client who was struggling with addiction to crack. Okay. And she was coming to our office to see one of the counselors there. And that counselor didn't like her. She's just like, oh, she's too needy. She's too much. She's this and that. Always call because she's always calling, asking about bus passes, asking about this all the time. So it got to the point that every time she called for the bus passes, I said, you know what? Don't pass it to the counselor. Just forward it to my office. 
and I'll take it. I'll take care of it. I'll make sure we have the bus pass for her. And it went that way for that while. Uh, a few months later, the counselor was like, all right, we're going to have to transfer her. She's moving down towards Abbott, like Orchard Park, so you're going to have to transfer her down there. So the way it works is the counselor is supposed to initiate the transfer process okay. by contacting the other location, saying, hey, I have this client, um, talking to the program director so that the program director can say, okay, it'll probably be best with this counselor at our place, right? And then our side of it, we do a bunch of paperwork or it's on the computer, right? But we mm-hmm. do all that forms and take it and then send it over so that they accept it and then she can start going there. Our counselor ended up not doing that. And every time she, the lady tried to call our location to talk to that counselor, she'd be like, oh, she's being transferred. I can't talk to her. What? It went, she went in limbo for like two months. But every time she called, I would still help her. I gave her bus passes. And one time she called and asked about like, you know, she's moving to the new place. Where can she go and get if she has, you know, no money, where can she get appliances? And so you know, I told her, tried Salvation Army, places like that. One day I came into work and one of my CSRs goes, hey, what's so-and-so called again about the bus pass? So we transferred it. She, I think she left you a message. I'm like, all right. So I went into my office. I didn't have a message. So I was like, let me call her back. Called her back. She answered the phone. I was like, hey, uh, they said you called about the bus pass. She goes, oh, I didn't call about a bus pass. I was like, oh, all right. No worries. Have a good day. Maybe it was another client, right? Or maybe they thought it was her and it was somebody else. Two days later, three days later, I'm at one of the satellite locations in a meeting. And I come out of the meeting and one of the CSRs there is like, hey, um, Kim from HR wants you to call. I was like, all right. So pick called her extension there and was like, hey, what's up? She's like, where are you at? I'm like, Franklin. That's where our ad, our admin building is. She goes, oh, hey, can you come over? I, I wanted to talk to you for, for a little bit. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Now, to rewind this real quick, what I thought they were going to want to talk to me about was the week before, I had to fire one of my employees. Yeah. He wasn't coming in all the time. He was, he was messing up a lot. We've done a lot of write-ups. It was like I had to let him go. So I thought I had to come in, fill out paperwork, do all that shit. I'm getting all heated already. Just thinking yeah, about this, I can see it. your ears are all red. <laughs> so this is so annoying. Um, so I went over there and I'm sitting, she's sitting there. And so right now my boss, her supervisor is the chief of compliance. Okay. She's in the room with this HR lady. And she's like, Chris, we need to just ask you a few questions. And I'm like, sure. She starts asking me about, have I ever given money to clients? Have I ever given them rides? And my friends with them on social media. Have I ever tried to, you know, ask any of our clients out? Doing what? This? I was like, what? What's happening here, right? She's like, oh, oh we'll, we'll get to it. We just got to get through these questions. I'm like, no to all these, right? Everything that's just kind of like, no, 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 no. Well, it seems that um, there was a report that you're trying to start a relationship with one of our clients. I was like, What? Yeah. So she said, yeah, this client, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm like, this is what's going on with that client. And I told her everything. She goes, yeah, well, unfortunately, um, her boyfriend thinks you're trying to start a relationship. So he filed a complaint. So effective immediately, you're suspended. You can't go back to the office. I'm like, my stuff's there. She's like, well, we'll we'll have the program director gather it for you and meet you in the parking lot. I'm like, what the fuck? What is happening? She goes, You'll be suspended until uh, an investigation is done. And if we find nothing, you'll go back. You'll be paid for the entire time. But if we do find that, you know, that things were going on, 
uh, we'll have to terminate you, and you won't be paid for the time that you're suspended. I was like, all right. That was a Monday. Okay. I sat all week, didn't hear a word. I was texting my employees. I was texting my boss. Like, have they reached out? Has anybody, like, questioned what's going on? They're like, nothing. We haven't heard anything. What the fuck? So all weekend, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then the next Monday, I call her. And I'm just like, and I wasn't holding back. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? She goes, excuse me? I'm like, you guys accused me of trying to do this. You suspended me, told me I'd hear something. All week went by, and I didn't hear a word. I'm sitting here wondering what the hell's happening. HR didn't call you? I'm like, no. Hang on a second. And she goes, we'll call you back. I'm like, okay. Like 10 minutes later, she calls back, and she goes, Chris, I have Patty. She was our head of HR at the time. I have Patty here. I'm on speaker, right? Um, So um, Patty, go ahead. And Patty was like, Chris, unfortunately, um, it looks like we're going to have to terminate you from your position. I was like, what? And she's like, well, because, you know, unfortunately, this client was already transferred out to a different clinic and you were, you know, going in her chart and doing things and helping her. I'm like, yeah, but th- and then I told Patty the reason, and she goes, "Wait a second. She goes, "I'm sorry, I was on vacation last week when they asked you these questions, so I'm going to have to ask you these questions if you could just answer them for me." She asked me the same questions. I told her the same answers. Then she goes, "So you mean to tell me every single time you've ever worked with this client or, or went into her chart, it was for business reasons?" I was like, 100 percent." Then it's like dead silent for like two minutes. Then she goes, "I'm sorry, Chris, we're going to have to call you back." Excuse me? All of a sudden, in like 10 minutes time, my phone just starts blowing up with text messages that they were calling all my employees and my all, all the people that work in there to start the investigation. They didn't investigate and they were going to nope. fire you? No. You want to know what else is supposed to happen? If a client, if there's, a, if there's any kind of report that a client might be abused by somebody working in social work or in this field, uh-huh. the justice department is supposed to be called in so that they do the investigation. They never even called the Justice Department. Wow. Yeah. What kind of shisty ass shit they is call that? Me back. They call back, and this time it's just Patty. And she goes, Chris, I'm sorry. We're still going to have to move forward with termination. I'm like, Patty, what are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, you know me. I've known you ever since I've worked here. I'm like, what is the reasoning? What policy? What is it that I broke? Where is it written in policy? I said, I'm going to need to know where it's written. Because I'm planning on talking to people about this, and they're going to want this information. And she goes, well, you know, it's not, it's not an exact policy, but, you know, HIPAA laws say that, you know, clients protection, and if they're not at your, and listen, that's not how it works. The way HIPAA laws work is I'm part of the same agency that she's a part of. Now, I can't just go in and start reading her shit, but if she calls me even at a different clinic and needs help, I can help her because we're the same agency. Yeah. So I was like, I see. I see what's going on here. I said, you know, I brought up way too many times how, you know, our staff weren't paid enough. And I brought up way too many. And I used to be very vocal in these big meetings and people did not like it. Mm-hmm. I got told that I had to stop bringing it up at these meetings, that there was other ways to, 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 to discuss it. But I said, I, I guess, you know, I'm too much of a pain. I said, and, and because I don't have MD at the back of my name, that, then I'm just disposable. I said, this is bullshit, Patty. You know, this is bullshit. And I said, especially after you know, I always brought up all these issues, like they did a lot of fraudulent shit with yeah. insurance companies. I know this for a fact because I was an office manager 
And we used to have a doctor that would see our clients. So when you see the doctor for the first time, it's 45 minutes. When you do follow-ups, it's 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. He'd be scheduled like 12 to 7, come rolling in at 1 with people just waiting. Be like, all right, let's go. Takes one back. They're out in two minutes. Wow. The next one, out in two minutes, just doing quick checkups. He signed off on 15-minute notes services saying he did it for 15 minutes and we build for it build all these people's insurance i would say hundreds of them since i maybe even thousands since i'd been working there for two years and seeing it and i brought that up i was like just because i brought this up this is what this is they don't like i know i said i know what it is and i called it out i said this vp and i named her i said i know she doesn't like me she hasn't liked me since i first started patty and this is bullshit that this is their way of trying to get rid of me because they don't like the way i do this she goes, wait, what are you talking about with this, all this fraudulent stuff? So I started telling her. She's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can't write that fast. Hang on. I was like, all right. So I told her the whole thing. She goes, all right, I need to go talk to Howard. That was the president, the CEO at the time. He's not there now. She goes, I'll call you back. She don't call me back the rest of that day. The next day she calls me back. She's like, Chris, Howard would like to speak with you. When can you meet with him? I said, I'll meet with him tomorrow. I wasn't even going to come in that same day. I was like, mm-hmm. I'll meet with him tomorrow. She goes, okay. When I went in to meet with him, it was him, the chief of compliance again, and Patty in HR. And I had my phone in my pocket, and it was recording. I recorded the entire conversation. So I had his voice saying, you know, it's unfortunate the way all this stuff went down and because of misunderstandings. And, yes, really, they could, they could really, you know, work on putting their policy better together and all this stuff. You know, it's unfortunate. He's like, Chris, we really are not going to be able to, you know, you won't be able to return as an office manager. I was like, what? He goes, but we'd like to offer you this position. Brand new position. They just created the quality improvement department, and it was this low data entry position. It was a 28% decrease in pay. What the fuck? The month before all this went down, Aaron finally quit that company and had gone fully into, in, into, uh, uh, private practice. Yeah. So we were like not getting what her paychecks normally were. It was all on me now. So I couldn't be like, no, fuck you. So I had to take it. And that's what happened. That's how I got into quality improvement. Wow. After three months, four months, like I went above them because it was, it was one of two things. I was thinking, I'm going to fuck this place. Fuck them. I'm out. Right. Or mm-hmm. like I started thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them who I am. And I worked hard. And within three months, I became quality improvement manager. They created the title so that they could give it to me because of what I was doing. And it was six months after that that the chief of compliance, I went into her office to ask her something about. And that's the other thing. Like, she's my boss's boss. I had to see her all the time. She's the one questioning me with all this bullshit and not doing an investigation. Yeah. I had to go in. She goes, you know what, Chris? How are you doing? I'm like, well, I mean, as good as I can be. She goes, I got to tell you, we're really impressed. Like, I got to, I have to be honest. I thought you'd just come in, do bare minimum and leave as soon as you could. She goes, but I'm really impressed that, you know, you've, you've really shown the kind of worker you are. I was like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you that the whole time. Yeah. And I walked out of there. Yeah. They tried to terminate me one, two, two different times in the same couple days with nothing, with nothing. That is fucking ridiculous. Then I came back. Worked my way up, busted my fucking ass, got to where I was before, and then more. And, and then when my boss is telling me I want, th- they're going to give me 3%, I'm like, no, 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 no. I know my worth. I want much higher than 3%. 
And what I wanted was to be higher at the top end of my job grade, which would have been like a 11 to 14% increase for me. So I told, so she comes back, she went and talked to them and comes back with that whole, well, they, you know, go ahead and write up everything you did in last year that brought value to our company and your position. And I'm thinking to myself, why do I have to write it? You are the supervisor, right? And if you, you should know what I've done and you should be able to go to them and say, this is why he deserves it. Because she said she agreed with me. Exactly. Like, what is that? Like, you see exactly every day the work that you put in and they should know to appreciate it. These think. fucking companies. And then instead of the 3%, which she said she wanted to do, and I told her I'm not doing the song and dance for her. So if they want to just give me the three, then just do the three, whatever. You know? And she puts in for two. Just for two. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And it's funny how no one ever talks. Like with ours today, when I was getting ready to leave and whatever, I was talking to, you know, all my guys. And as we're getting ready to leave, the new HR lady comes up who we know already. Like she worked in our building for a while. Okay. And the, the new, the other new one, she just quit. So she comes up and she's like, Hey, does anybody need my number? And we're like, absolutely. What's your number? And we're all standing there and she's like, how are you guys doing? And I was like, well, not so great. And I looked at my friend and I was like, do you want to discuss it now? And he's like, well, we're all here. And so I told her exactly what happened, how immediately, instead of even like hearing what we're saying, it's just, you're not supposed to be discussing your wage. And she's like, what? They didn't, they didn't say anything about anything. And it's like, you go to your bosses and you expect them to like want to nope. try to resolve. No, they and they're just not even going to gonna go say anything. They're just going to be like, oh, okay, you know what? We're going to deal with it. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll work on it. And then you go back to work and that's it. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it's like, you would think that they would appreciate a hard worker because, yeah, you can replace people, but you can't replace what Quality, they can do. Right. Yeah. It's like going to the family dollar to buy a candle or going to Yankee Candle. Yeah, you're yeah. going to spend that little bit more money, but guess what? It's going to work well. Yeah. No, no, no. And put it this way. The, the position I was in, like when in the QI position, after I became the manager, and you know this, mm-hmm. for two years in that position, I did two jobs. Yes. I did QI and I oversaw all the office, front office operations for all the clinics. I developed their training program. They had zero training for front office people. I developed it. I developed the curriculum. Then I was the one doing it. I was the one training all the new hires twice a month for two years, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? And Shit then, on you. And then they create the position. And instead of saying, this is what you've been doing, or like, we're just going to change your title. They're like, we're going to post for it because they already knew who they wanted to have it. Because the one that they wanted to have it wasn't going to be such a pain in the ass to them. Of course. And that's how it always is, is the person that's the loudest is the one that they want to shut up. And it's ridiculous because then that's how you find lifers that are in the company making Four dollars more than a new guy does after crazy. twenty years. It's crazy, and you're and then, within range. And then she is currently making twelve thousand dollars more than I am a year doing that. And I had I did that, and she's making twelve thousand more than me. Yeah. Well, our boss, our main RDO, the regional mm-hmm. district rep, she makes probably about ninety k. Is what we guessed make. She said she made twenty grand less than what the old lady made, and the old lady definitely made six figs, hundred percent, at least a hundred k. So you're you're running close to like a hundred thousand dollars. It's not like you're playing with some fucking chump change, right? Like you're making 
40 grand to 50 grand more than what and in their I'm minds making. oh you guys are market value because they are not living check to check they're not living where they have to watch groceries go up and go god damn it my check ain't going up exactly they're not no it's not impacting them no it's not but a new person that doesn't know how to do anything is worth more money than the people that have been there because they're there. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not like... What they're doing is stupid. It's the, the reasoning for that is because during COVID and even right after, even this year, we've seen, they're, they're calling it the Great Resignation. That's what it's called now. In history, it's going to be known as the Great Resignation, where mm-hmm. everybody started quitting their jobs. But it was because they were being underappreciated and underpaid. Exactly. So what's happening now is they're thinking, you know, we're losing workers. We need to get workers again. Let's pay them, the new people, what we should have been paying. But the people here, we're not going to figure in, like, if we started them at that, let's put them all up now, too. So they're not understanding. It's still going to keep happening that the people who, like you, like me, who are underpaid right now, underappreciated and overworked, are going to finally meet our boiling point and be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. I'm out. Let me peace out. Exactly. I'm out. Like, when I... Good, good luck with that. Yeah. And when you leave, they're going to be like, oh, well, oh what would happen God. if your entire entire floor, your whole team there decided, you know what, we're, we don't have a union, but we're, none of us are coming in until we see a raise. It, it's not a union, but we're all doing it on our own. Yeah. And one, they can't. Say would they anything. bring it? Would they bring in a whole new team to do your work? Like no. how, what would happen? It would grind to a halt. Yep. Absolutely. Nothing would happen. start it. Oh, oh, do it. Believe me. We are good. I'm not going to say it, but nice. You know, and it's like. What the fuck? Yeah. We are the only position in our company where no one else can come help us. We can go and help other departments, but no other department can come and help us. We're the only department that puts money back into the company because we get broken stuff and we make it brand new again. Yeah. We get stuff that is supposed to go out that day and we make it so that it's never damaged. You don't know that anything was ever wrong with it. Dude. Like, what kind of shit is that? And then you're going to tell people that you appreciate them? And that they're market value? I bet you it's not. It's, I'm oh, telling 100% you, there's no way. Not. Like, I've looked up my wage. Yeah. And it's oh, I like, did too. And it's way more. Way oh, more. P- mine's ridiculous, dude. Mine's ridiculous in that you can look up online, because mine's non-for-profit, and you can look up my position in non-for-profits in Buffalo. Western New York, what those ranges are. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even in the bottom, like the lowest 10%. That's I'm not ridiculous. even there. It's not my, I'm not on the, I'm not even on, on in that grouping at all. That's fucking and terrible. And what it says I should be making at median would mean they'd have to give me an $80,000 raise. That is insane. That's for real. That's fucking insane. I'm supposed to be making about 125 to 136 median. That's fucking crazy. I just, I literally cannot. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, you're telling me. What the fuck? And this whole bullshit of, oh, it's nonprofit. You have to understand, nonprofit always pays less. Bro, this is nonprofit. Yeah. Like, that's no profit for anyone. That's like, what garbage, are you gonna, dude. Especially now. Like, are you serious? Gas prices, everything. Yeah. And when you look at other, the funny thing is, when you look at, like, places in, say, New York City, we're part of New York State. We pay mm-hmm. New York City taxes mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah. We make less money because we're not in the city. Do you know that if you took all the taxes out, right? Stop looking at my paycheck before taxes. Let's do it after taxes. I'm making, I'm literally living off of $10,000 less than what I'm 
making. Me too. That's Me too. fucking crazy. Mine's in like the, f- I think I'm in like the f- maybe 30,000. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I, I said all this stuff when I was talking to my boss last week. I said all this. I talked about how they don't understand what it means because that kind of an impact to them is nothing. Like they can still afford stuff. Like it's for the people who are lower end that are fucking struggling and that need that extra. And with everything going up, I'm like, 2% doesn't cut it, Becky. I said 2% gives me an extra tank of gas for the month. That's Ex- it. Exactly. After taxes, it's a tank of gas for the month. You're really telling me the work I put in was enough for an extra tank of gas for the month. Mm-hmm. And she still she went in and did less than she said she was going to do. Yeah. That's a fucking slap in the face, dude. That is. That's a fucking like she just totally shit on your soul. And that's exactly how we all also felt. Because it's like I did the math. Even with our measly 2% raise that we get also, literally included that in every single level. The I, And I put it in the range of like whatever different percentages. And like if people get that 10% raise, by the time they hit their master level in just this group, they'd be making almost $32 an hour. I'm going to take my master text next month and I guarantee you I'm not even touching 30. I'm not even close to 30. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I work in a trade. Like... I do good work. I do amazing work. I can say it. I don't give a fuck if it sounds. Why don't you go into business for yourself? Because it's start telling people you'll fix their shit for them. Get get the equipment you need and just start fixing their shit for them. I fucking should. You can. We all you know how to do it. Literally, every single person in their shops said the same thing. They were like, "Why don't we just all quit and make our own business?" Yeah. Because it's like, do it. What the fuck are you doing? It's going to be tough for a little bit to start. Yeah. It's going to be struggle, but in the end, you'll be your own. I know. And guess what? We would actually probably appreciate our employees, unlike this place. Like, it just amazes me that they can just shit on you and they don't even know your name. Like, we used to have a breakfast every year before the whole COVID thing. And literally every single year, they would go up to my friend who's been there for almost 20 years, shake his hand and go, what's your name again? Oh, my God. What's your name again? That's rough, dude. I'm the only fucking girl in the goddamn warehouse. Well, now there's another one. But I was the only fucking girl in the goddamn warehouse. And they're like, uh, Lisa? Yeah. Candace, right? Candace, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I just can't. And like, our HR lady was like, oh, I'm sorry. She looked like she was going to cry. I felt kind of bad because it's like her, literally her first day. And then she walked in on that. Hey. And everybody jokes that we're like a union shop, even though we're not a union. But it's just... We actually care about each other. Like, it's not uh, for each his own. Because when I was talking to my other friend, who's one of my supervisors, he's like, you should fight this battle just for yourself. Like, why are you fighting for everybody else? And it's like... Because it's wrong. It's like, completely it's, wrong. Yeah, I'm, for, I'm the same way, man. Like, it makes me very upset. Like, it shouldn't be that way. Someone that's been there for 20 years and it does everything and bends their fucking over, literally takes it in the ass every day for this company should not be making less money than I am or than any other next guy. And then the new guy, the one new guy was like, well, this doesn't even make me want to work for this company because all it's saying is in two years when... Yeah, you know, yeah, you're going to be fucked and, and overworked and they're not going to be appreciating you. Exactly. Like... Damn. And it's yeah, I can't wait to drop the my mic, man. I really can't. I'm I gonna ha- I'm gonna feel so good about it, and they can't do anything about it because no. there's nothing in the policy that says I can't do that. That I can't send that out to to the employees. No, what's but uh, you can't discuss wages. Who knows? Who knows what it's fucking else crazy? Is. Yeah, like what the fuck do you mean you can't discuss? A when wage? I told her how much that the lady was making over me, she couldn't believe it. She was just like, 
really? And at first she goes like, how do you know? I'm like, I know. Yeah. Don't you worry. So Becky, you know, I know people in all different areas of this company. I've been there long enough and I've made my name. Everyone knows who I am because of my reputation of being a hard worker. And I'm, I'm get along well with a lot of those people. So I know a lot of different people in different levels at all different departments. Mm-hmm. And all I have to do is say, hey, what does this person make? And I get that answer immediately. Exactly. I do. I yeah. can get the, the current pay rate for almost all of our employees. Oh, and I totally understand that because I am the exact same way. Everybody knows me because of how well I do. Yeah. Because everybody comes to me. And guess what? I'm cool with everybody. Yeah. Everybody talks. Like, everybody in our company. Unless they keep trying to ask you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more the new people that try to do that. Because no, everybody yeah. else knows that I, I'm with someone because yeah, they all yeah, know yeah. him. But it's like. That's funny, though. I remember you were telling me that story. Oh, about yeah. That, that was a contractor. That was totally oh, okay, different. Okay, he didn't good. actually work for my company. Good, good, good. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that was a whole nother story. Actually, that's why I have this pepper spray on my keys. Is uh, one of the guys that I work with, he saw like the one dude creeping on me mad hard, and he's from Russia and he's like the shit. And he came up to me and he was like, You tell me if he comes up to you again. And then he was like, Here, you should take this. And then he <laughs> gave me some pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But it's like, Oh, God, dude. That sucks that you're dealing with it. I'm sorry. It's just it's fucking ooh. crazy. And then they hate me because I'm the same way. We're like, If I'm upset about something, I'm going to tell why I'm upset. So everybody that asks me why I'm upset or why I'm, you know, this way or whatever, because I'm usually a fucking pretty happy-go-lucky gal. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. You're going to ask? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm upset. And every single person was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. But I bet you everybody that listens to this are going to be like, that's fucked up. And that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like every everybody company. listening to this that understands what we're talking about should start taking their self-worth more more seriously. Start speaking up for yourself because these companies are not going to learn. They th- You thought they would with what was happening and they learned in terms of, okay, we should start paying these, these lower le- level people a little higher, but they didn't realize the impact that would make on the people that have been there now. Exactly. And now you got somebody who, you know, maybe you were, you were supposed to start at 16 and that you get to 20 by this time. This person worked their way up to it. This year, they just got 20, and this person just got hired at 20. Yep. And that's exactly, actually, what one of the issues with one of yeah. our, our other guys, who's a level two. He's like, these guys are going to make more than me once they get to level one. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's man. not fair. It's the most... I, I just can't. Because anything in any market... It doesn't matter what it is. If the price of one thing goes up, the price of everything goes up. Yeah. And we're seeing it. Exactly. Like, it's not like we're selling a sofa that we had in 2016 at the the lower rate that we still had it at in 2016. That same sofa is going to cost you $200 more now. Mm -hmm. And what? That's okay? Because, you know, whatever. There's no competitive wage for sofas. Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy, dude. I just can't. Absolutely crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, something's got to change. It does. And it's like everybody else, the old people, they were always worried about, you know, I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get fired. But that's why people can get away with things like this, because people don't say anything. Like right. You, you, you're scared of getting fired because this is your paycheck. But then get paycheck. fired. Yeah. Get, you know what? Get fired. Collect that unemployment. Mm-hmm. And don't sit around. Get yourself another job. Because you could do it. If you have that work ethic and you're the person that says, I'm being underappreciated... 
Well, it's because you're working hard. Yeah. And if you're working hard, there are people out there looking for hard workers. They are. And there's other companies. Like, it doesn't have to be a big company. Yeah. Sure, the big companies are what you see on Indeed, but there's some little mom and pop shop that maybe they don't have, you know, the same benefits that the other one does, but they're going to treat you better. Yeah. They're going to understand, you know, that my mom is sick in the hospital and it's okay if I miss this day, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because it used to kind of be like that with our company where, like, when I first started there, I had this boss and his name was Rich. And he's literally like... I wish I could have him as my boss every day because he was like just someone that he could make you work hard, but he still made you feel appreciated. And when I had a gripe, I would go in there. There's been plenty of times where I literally cried in his office because I was so upset and frustrated. Yeah. And he sat there and listened and he talked to me and he asked me, how can I make this better? Yeah, that's that's a good uh, a good manager, good supervisor right there. Yeah, we don't have that now. No, but they expect more from you with less. Yeah, they expect you to do so much more when, you know, the next new guy. I was like, I may as well just quit and come back then, if that's the case. Damn. And she's like, well, you know, if we do that, we'd have to go through and uh, look at your paperwork and you'd have to retest again and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay. Let me test. Let's do this. Yeah, I'll quit right now. Where come do I back. sign? Cool, exactly. And I'm fully invested in the And company. then you get tested, right, and you come in at a master. So what do they pay masters now? Or did they not change those rates? So they claim that the rate is like 26 to 28 or something. But it's bullshit because if you're bringing in someone at $20 an hour and it's... By the time they get to master. It's going to be 32 And that's just for right now. Bro. And like the people that... garbage. It is. It's fucking trash. And the people that do our job in New York City, they make in the 30s. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's New York City. Yeah. But, you know, I pay New York taxes and I get fucking shit on. Like, it's crazy. I My gross will be over $1,000 a week and I'm seeing like 600 something. Yeah, it's horrible, Like, man. what kind of shit is that? It's horrible. Like, sure, it looks like I make a lot of money, but I don't. I feel you. And like, oh, I just, who, Jesus, like. What, I did, have, what did Dev say? Dev was like, find a new job. Quit right now. Like, just quit. And I immediately this morning I went in and I was like, he's right. I'm not going to do this. Like, why should I? The only reason, like part of the reason I've stayed inside of the warehouse, even knowing that I could make more money outside as an EFT is because I love the people that I work with. Yeah. Like I love everyone, not just in my area, but like in the warehouse as a whole. We're yeah. all friends. Like I go out and help anybody that needs help. But if you're just going to shit on me, like you're literally telling me that the <sighs> new guy is worth more money than I am. Yeah. Even though I put in all this time and effort and I do all this stuff and anytime you need something, oh, we can't get this in. Can you fix this? I'll be in fucking pieces and they'll bring it to me and they're like, can you do this in eight hours? Yeah, I can. Like. Oh, shit, man. I know. And I'm excited that you're fucking leaving. Fuck that. Fuck it all. Like, yeah, that's I am trash. for real. I'm for real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get in that other department and then while I'm in that department... I'm chilling, dude. I'm not working. I'm not overworking. No. You know, I'm I'm putting my time in. I'm out. I'm going to do a good job at it for sure. I'll kick ass and they're going to be like, God damn, you know, but I'm peacing out. Exactly. I'm peacing the fuck out. I'm also going to start taking a lot more PTO so I can start working on my business. Yeah. Instead of taking my PTO because I need a fucking break from the place. I'm going to take the PTO to work on my business and build this shit up. So that I can fucking finally get out of it and get this going. Exactly. Because you work hard in everything that you do. Oh, like, Jesus Christ, dude. And you deserve it. Know your worth. Right. <laughs> I've real. said that I don't know how many times on this fucking podcast, but know your goddamn worth. 
Like, what the fuck? People Serious. shit on you. They shit on your soul. They will. They will. They'll totally do it if you let them. Yeah. And I'm just done letting them. No, it's it took not me right. too long, man. But it's that's you know what I come from a generation that that was kind of the thing. You just dealt with it. You it's part of the system. It's called now it's this term radical acceptance, right? You just under it sucks, but you just accept it for it is what it is type of deal. No, it's not. You want to know why? Because the younger generation stood up and said, fuck you, we're not doing this. Everybody's looking at them like they're lazy. No, they're fucking smart. They're not buying into this system the way the system was built. They're saying this is not okay. They're tired of seeing their grandparents struggle, their parents struggle. You know what I mean? Like, it's done. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it's fucking done. But I'm jumping on that bandwagon, son. Me too. Fuck that. Fuck that. Literally, fuck all of it. Like, you get all this PTO time, and then they're like, oh, can you work more? Can you work more? I need time off here. I need time off there. Oh, man. I don't know. You're going to really put us behind. We really need you. It's our busy time. You know, all this garbage yeah. you hear. No, yeah, fuck no, it. fuck it all. And they make us work on all these holidays that we're supposed to not work for, like fucking Labor Day. Jeez like, Christ. Literally, the week of Labor Day, how everybody else gets, like, the day off, mm-hmm. we work an extra day. So the week of Labor Day, we work a sixth day. Because of the holiday sale? Yeah, because they have a holiday sale. So they want all this extra stuff from us and mandatory overtime and blah, 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 blah. But you're not paying me more. Like, if anything, you're taking more because I got to pay all this in taxes. Yeah. Like. 100%. Makes no sense. There's been times I've looked at my fucking check where I've worked 60 hours and it I may as well have worked 45. Interesting. Well, yeah, this was a little break from tube time, but sometimes we need to have that. And we might do that more often. Just days where we just have some bullshitting yeah, instead some, of talking TV some, because we have lives too, damn it. I know. And we work. And people listen to us and think, hey, I know what they're going through. I'm there. Exactly. Because we're pretty much everybody else in this fucking world. Like well, middle class. <laughs> sad. <laughs> we'll do these episodes where people will be like, oh, I can relate to them. And then we'll entertain them with TV talk next time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. All right. We'll see what happens, man. Next episode, we'll have an update. We're supposed to hear something next week, so we'll see. Did they say when next week? No, our HR was like, I'm going to talk to everyone and, you know, we'll see if we can. I'll get back to you next week. I can't promise anything. And everything is always not guaranteed. Yeah, because she's going to go to them and they're going to be like, yeah, it's just people complaining, whatever. Let's move on. And she's going to be like get into this to not help yeah you know like i felt bad she and her bad. hands are gonna be tied too oh i know because those those hot higher ups i'm telling you, you don't go fuck bro what they care about is what that zeros the zeros on the end of their checks look like yeah and it's, it's so truth. sad it's the truth it is oh god all right well there you go guys we'll talk to you guys next week i'm chris i'm courtney peace out don't be a dick know your worth know your motherfucking worth <laughs>